Well, welcome along to the uh, latest podcast. We're not back quite in full mould, but you'd be forgiven for thinking, why, what is the difference between full mould and what you're doing at the moment? Because there's still going to be four of us sat around doing the, this podcast. But what I am promising is that once the new season starts and we get properly up and running, we're going to be transferring to a new radio studio, which is um, in Thameside, because I present a programme on Thameside Radio between one and two every Saturday, and so I'm going to have access to the studios, and we'll be getting guests on who are ex-players and people like that now and again, whereas up till now, this podcast has principally been fans. So there are a few changes that are coming, including a new sponsor as well, once we get up and running. Uh, at the moment, it's uh, Hot Clip Marketing, who've been fantastic. Uh, they sponsored the podcast right from the turn of the year, when we started, up until the present day, and Tony who's known as Tony the Greek on Twitter, is a big city fan. He runs a company that specialises in getting your company's uh, profile higher up on the Google rankings and how to get the best for your company. And he'll still be involved because once the new season starts, I'll be returning to my weekly vlogs or matchly vlogs, if you like. And he's going to be doing some sponsoring on that as well. He's a big, big city fan and he'll be very helpful to you if you follow his Twitter account at hot underscore click or just look for hot click marketing on uh, on Google, ironically. Uh, and then you can see his telephone number and get hold of him. So please do that. Uh, but uh, from the new season, Charles Louis Mortgage Advisors Limited are going to be sponsoring us. So welcome to uh, to them for for what's going to happen in the future. But for this, our sort of last summary one, really, because next week we're, we're getting into the build-up to the Community Shield, believe it or not. I've actually got three <laughs> of the, uh, the squad with me. Um, we've got Will, who is also our cameraman and editor and whatnot. So when you see the video version of this on YouTube, that's all down to, to Will. We've got Matty, who's on the City Matters Committee, <laughs> <laughs> who represents the 18 to 25-year-olds. So uh, he'll, he'll explain why that's particularly significant tonight in a second or two. Uh, and we've also got Paul, who's a regular um, uh, who's obviously uh, got a nice car company too. Shall we not mention it this week? We'll mention no, it later. It's very prestigious. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk about the sort of pressing subject, for a lot of people anyway, of tickets and ticket distribution because that is something that is sort of in the news, as it were, city-wise this week because of the alteration of rules and how that will work, which I'm sure Matty will explain and we can then discuss However, let's start with the fact that there were two games since we last spoke. Um, two friendlies, the Asia Trophy, which been, which way you look at it. Um, I watched most of the first one and then had to, to nip out and I saw the whole the second one. City uh, won the first game against uh, West Ham quite comfortably, drew the second one against Wolves 0-0 and then lost on a penalty shootout. Both of them were in China. They've now moved on to Hong Kong and then they're going to go to Japan before flying back and building up to the Community Shield. So I stopped wittering at this point and asked the, the lads here, uh, did you see the games? What did you learn from them? What did you make from them? Well, as you know, I'm a, an absolutely massive Man City fan and uh, I've not seen any of them, if I'm being honest. Um, um, pre-season friendlies, they mean... The modern pre-season friendly now means nothing. Um I used to love the, the, the old ones where we played Berry or Stockport or whatever. These modern ones now, it's all a cash cow. Not interested. I don't read anything into it. The, the squad they take over, the form, formations, they, it's, it's, it's nothing to do with what's coming up in the pre-season, uh, for the, the start of the season. So there were loads of people getting excited and getting upset about Angelino's not performed and whatever. Not interested. I've not watched them. they literally don't even turn up on my radar, if I'm being honest. That's a very honest uh, way of looking at it. What about you two? Uh, I watch both of them, but I'm with Paul. I don't think, I think people read too much into it, What, how much it matters and stuff. I think it's all about cash, as you said, cash cow, getting sponsors all over the world and getting the foreign fans to be able to watch Man City, so it's nice for them. Um, but in terms of the actual performances, I don't think it really matters too much. It's just about fitness, isn't it? And obviously for us, it's nice to see the new signings, um, seeing Rodri play and Angelino, who, like you said, he didn't play great. But it, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's pre-season. I thought we played quite well against West Ham. And 
I think you notice when in a Pep Guardiola team, no matter who's playing, you can tell the system is a Pep Guardiola team. So that is really refreshing to see. No matter who comes in, the youngsters who played, they look like they slotted right in. And that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be first team quality, but they look like they suited the system. You can see all the way through the academy them putting Pep's tactics into fruition. So that's that's the positive. And yeah, it was a shame about the Wolves game, but it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm the same as you to it in the fact that I don't read much into it, but I do actually look forward to it. It's almost like a, a little city fix that you've not had in a yeah, yeah. just something to keep you going until it until it properly starts. And like you're saying, you get to see like Harwood Bellis, if he doesn't turn out again this season, at least we've seen him and shown you know, he looks excited. Tommy Doyle, as I'm sure Ian is aware of, uh, he looked very promising, he might get another chance. And it's just giving these kids who might never ever get a chance to play in the first team. It gives them a chance and gives them that experience. Really. We get to see the kit as well, don't we? Oh. <laughs> People <laughs> seem to talk more about the kit. Exactly. The that's all, that's all I've seen on on the social media <laughs> is about the kit. Yeah. Tequila Sunrise and, and, and rhubarb and custard. We've had them all, haven't we? But nah, not interested in it, to be honest. I'd love... I'd, I want if it had been on the television, I'd I'd have they were on the TV. No, I know, but I mean they were on at like half one and things like that. Mm. So some of us have to work, and it's like save myself for the real game. On, on the subject of kits, I mean obviously as you say, <coughs> it's been discussed much discussed on social media. Now you've seen two of them anyway, which is the new home kit with the purple epaulettes or whatever they call them on the top of the the shirts, and the new what did you call it? Tequila Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise <laughs> kit. Um, uh, and, and I know that, uh, I mean, I'm, I was never a Hacienda person, so I'd, I know people say really, it's, to, it's, it's to do with that, but I, I don't even know what they mean, really. But, you know, have you seen... Oh, no, is that the black one? The black yeah, one's so the Hacienda one. Right, yeah. the Tequila Sunrise yeah. is something else. Have you have you got views on it? Did, did anyone think that there was far too many sponsors on the shirt? That, that's one because above the player's name they had yeah, another so, spot so the player's name got pushed down to about the yeah, middle yeah. spine they were one on each sleeve they were all over the place I don't think they last though when you come back to the UK I think, I think again it's all, just for the old Chinese market isn't it out there but, but what about the kits I like it I even <coughs> like Tequila Sunrise I think I think it'd look better with the uh, the matching shorts rather than does it go orange green orange yeah, the kit you saw them wear is as it is so it's going to stay like that. They're it's not going to change the shorts or anything. No, 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 that's that's the kit. I think that appeals more. I mean, obviously, older fans might like it as well. But I think the third kit appeals more to like the younger kids. I imagine they'd quite like that. Which are you counting yourself as younger kids? Then I don't really. Like no. We're not in that bracket anymore, no. are we? I mean, like kid kids, like six, seven years old. But I'm, I'm not. Really Which one makes you slim? Is it stripes going down or down? <laughs> Round <laughs> down. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Waste of time. That say that tequila sunrise <laughs> kit then. It's like a big bill. I've got, I mean, maybe I'm just an old fogey, but that, that tequila sunrise kit looks dreadful to me. But anyway. I like the black kit. Yeah. I, I like the black kit. Um, <clears throat> not not because of Hacienda and everything and stuff like that. I just don't like the blue kit. It's the wrong, it should be maroon and not purple. That's, that's not where the purple comes from. Sky blue kit. I mean, I've got one of the... Obviously, you can't see this Amazing. if you're listening, but I've got the old uh, Lecoq Sportif uh, first advice shirt on today. Very nice. Um, I've got a collection I of Sean different Gold ones. When I see that. Yeah, that's, that's that sort of ear. And that. But that's more laser blue than sky blue. Yeah, to be honest with you, I don't like this one that much. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've got a collection of shirts, so I might as well wear a different one every week. Uh, in terms of the games, the only bit I'd add is that uh, it was nice to see Rodri, which you mentioned. Um, he strikes me. I mean, obviously we knew the the statistics, but his height definitely adds something to it. He looks two footed, uh, and he looks very confident and relaxed. So that was encouraging, um, albeit in two friendlies. Uh, I've watched Angelino a lot of times actually play for EDS and U team before he went left. He went to New York City for a little stint. Then he went to Holland and ended up at PSV. And at the time when he left City, I thought, yeah, he's never going to make it. Um, I've, I, he's come back. I watched him in them two games. Yes, friendlies. And yeah, I don't want to be too negative. Shouldn't read too much into it. All those caveats that I can put on it but actually he played dreadful in both games so that does worry me a little bit so we just have to wait and see and see whether I'm wrong about that other than that I wouldn't read anything to any of it really I mean at the end, <laughs> at the end of the day is, is Angelino not 
third choice left back anyway. Yeah, yeah I would think so. But, isn't it Mendy's out for the first month of the season already? Was he injured again? I, I think he still he's, is he's still recovering. Oh, right, yeah, right. So it's the same right, one, so but, he's he's, not. but he's not going to be back till September, I don't think. So So there's a game now next week against Kitchy, um, who must be just a local league team, I assume, in, although maybe they're bigger than I think they are. Uh, and then the final game is Yokohama Marinos, which is the game in Japan. Um, and then they come back and, and obviously build up to uh, the start of the season. There's still rumours of uh, City signing a centre-half, although, as as you said, Will, Taylor Bellis is getting quite rave reviews by some people and I've seen him play a few times in the youth team, so maybe there's a chance he can play a role. But Benucci, who City have been linked with before, has been linked again. And obviously Harry Maguire hasn't quite been resolved yet as to whether he's going to come or not. I've just um, heard on the radio coming in that it's pretty, they've agreed an £80 million deal. City? United. 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 <clears throat> Thank God for that. We've heard but it that. was oh. talk sport, so it might so, just be nonsense. So on that basis, you, you know, the way you reacted then, you don't want him? Not for £80 million. I'd have had him for 30 40 anything more than that is ridiculous and don't worry. Yeah. You're right. I agree. Fair enough. Right, well, let's move on to the, the subject that we're going to spend most of the time talking about tonight. So if you're not interested in tickets and you don't want to listen to this, then fair enough. But <laughs> it is a subject that at the moment is very topical. And once the season starts, we, we'll talk far more about the football, obviously. But I think this is a subject that deserves a little bit of conversation. Yeah. I'm not promising we're going to resolve this, by the way, <laughs> because the one thing that I've... The conclusion I've come to is that, and I'm sure by the end of this we'll all agree this, is there is no perfect solution to any of this. Different clubs have tried different things. This club have tried different systems. When I was a kid, you used to cut the, the token off the back yeah. of the, the team, you know, the programme, <laughs> and you get a token for going to a, a reserve game, a youth team game. And also, how many times have I been at Main Road at five o'clock or four o'clock in the morning, physically queuing for a ticket, uh, and been there for five, six, seven, whatever it is, hours, and then been so relieved when I got to the front of the queue and got a ticket. Now we have this system, this is just to explain for people who don't know, which is a point system. Uh, and basically, you you accrue points on your membership card or your season card or whatever. And the more points you've got, generally, when tickets are rare for away games, the higher number of points you've got, the earlier you get access to buy those tickets. And when the tickets have gone, then the people with the lower number of points or no points don't get a ticket. There are, of course, notable exceptions to that. Uh, there was a system that was uh, drawn up a few years ago called the Superbia ticket, which has now been suspended, although I think there's still some people who have those, but you can't now get new ones. This is how I understand it. And that those people, by paying, I don't know, three grand a year or something like that, basically get all their tickets home and away guaranteed and already paid for out of that, that, that money. So they get first dibs, you can say. Then there is a chunk of tickets uh, which go to uh, the highest points I've just explained. There is a chunk of tickets that go to supporters club for them to distribute to their branches and to their members as they see fit. Then there is a chunk of tickets that go to corporate people. So that's the people who pay big bucks for um, boxes at the stadium, um, that type of thing, or tunnel club or whatever. There'll be some tickets that go to sponsors, so Etihad and people like that. Um, maybe Thomas Cook as the traveller, travel partner, to to be able to bring in people from overseas. And then finally, you've got a few tickets that will stay within the club for staff, for players, families, that type of thing. And so, if you're starting with a thousand at Bournemouth, for example, you can see how. There's all little pockets of tickets that go in different directions. But the, in theory, the biggest single chunk goes to the highest number of points in the points scheme. Yeah. Now, this, uh, a couple of weeks ago, it was revealed, and I'm going to let Matty take over now, that there is now going to be a new system in place. Although, principally, what I've said is still going to exist. The way you accrue points is going to change, and there are going to be a few little extras like... You may have to go to a, 
a, a visitor's ticket office to pick up your ticket if you're selected at random, stuff like that. Now, Matty's on the City Matters Committee. Mm-hmm. He's a representative of the 18 to 25-year-old. He rang me up this week and said, come on, we've got to talk about this. I'm getting stick on <laughs> social media. So I said, Matty, of course you can have the platform. So, Matty, we're now going to sit back yes. and even though I might, <laughs> I might chip in one or two comments that people have made on social media, yeah, you could ask do. for it. please do. The floor is yours. And ask these what their opinions are. So obviously are. the three main changes that have caused the most response are there are going to be no ticket points for away games now. So you won't gain any ticket points by going to away games. Um, the 18 to 25 group are going to have 5% of an allocation separate. So on the first day that tickets go on sale, anyone between 18 and 25 can apply and it's first come, first serve. So whoever gets on there first and it's 5%. So... For West Ham, for example, I think it's around 150 tickets. Um, just on that point quickly, people made the mistake of thinking that that 5% was coming out of the 60% of season ticket orders. That's wrong. It's 5% of the overall allocation. So it's not 5% of the 60% that goes to season ticket holders. Um, and the last one that you mentioned there was um, there's going to be a small percentage of fans that have to collect at the destination. And that from the the club's point of view is obviously to try and stop people touting tickets and selling them for a higher value at Man United away or whatever. Um, so they're the main free ones. I think the the response I've had from the 18 to 25 has been generally positive in, in terms of people saying it's good that younger fans are going to get a slightly better opportunity to go. I think we have about 4,000 season ticket holders in between 18 and 25. So 5% is is not that much to me and and I'm sure people will disagree with it and everyone's entitled to their opinion and I'm obviously looking forward to hearing your opinions because I can actually have a conversation rather than just reading <laughs> Twitter comments. And I understand in this social media generation people are obviously more inclined to talk when they're angry about something and, and I urge anyone with an opinion to talk to me about it, not just spout rubbish on Twitter or be abusive, actually have conversations with me or any of the other City Matters reps because... We are fans at the end of the day, and I don't want to be seen as like a uh, something, a fall guy for the club because I'm a Man City fan through and through. I have been all my life. All I want to do is make positive change, and if that doesn't happen, then I want to fix that, and that's why I urge anyone to get in contact because we aren't going to get everything right, and there is no one solution fixes all, not one bit. And anyone I've spoke to over the past few weeks who's had a problem or even been positive, I said. Okay, so what do you think? What what do you think is the solution? And all I get is, hmm, yeah, it is a difficult one. And I, I do get suggestions, but I think people, when you actually have a conversation with them, start to realise that you can't please everyone. But I want to put the floor to you. Well, before, before you, you open mind. up the debate, and let me ask you about <coughs> the mechanics of City yeah. Matters, because I've had people contact me saying that they think that City Matters as a committee has been created by the club so that they can steamroller things through because they can say, we have sat down with these group of your representatives um, and obviously we're not party to what that conversation is. We don't hear it. It's not It's not like it's streamed on YouTube or something like that no. or there's a podcast of it. So we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And they do release minutes from the meetings, though, so you can right. see what the conversation was. Well, that's, that's for you to explain to the people who are listening to this, and that's why we've got you here. Yeah. Um, and, and that they then feel that it's tokenism by the club. Um, so you, is it? Not at all. Have they listened to you? What debates have you had? We, we push back. People think that, like, um, that for instance, the collecting at destination, that, that could have been a lot worse than what it was, but we push back. And what people have to realise is you have to compromise. As a fan, we can't just go in there and demand things and they're just going to go, oh, yeah, we'll do that, of course. But we do push back on things and say, no, we don't agree with that. And, and every suggestion that comes up, if we think that's not to the benefit of most fans... We'll say no. That's a bad idea, and we'll ha- we will want that in writing. We will want the- because they at the start there was basically the minutes. Uh, the conversation gets minuted by someone at the club, and then they send it to us and say, "Okay, is this okay?" And then they publish it on the website for fans to read. 
And at the start, there was a few times where they said, oh, the City Matters Committee were delighted with this suggestion. And we had to say, no, that's oh, wrong. Right. We didn't agree <laughs> with that. And we will push back. So this this suggestion that we're just in it with the club, and I've seen people say that I'm just in it for myself and stuff, that is absolutely Well, nonsense. I'm qualifying that to say that the, the criticism I've seen is not suggesting that any of the City Matters people, and I actually know a few, um, and, and I wouldn't, you know, when, when you're talking about people like uh, Andrew Bucknell, um, who I know is on that panel, Colin Savage, I think he's on that panel. Yeah. I know these people, I know you, and I know that you wouldn't just be a yes man or whatever. I know that. But what they're suggesting is that you may mean well when you have this heated debate, but then the club go, well, we have talked to these people and knew what they want anyway. Do you sense that? I understand the point. <laughs> And I think that was one of the worries at the start and we, we made it clear to the club that there has to be transparency there with fans so that they trust the process, so that they trust that the City Matters Committee are actually going to make positive change. And I think I do think they do listen to us. Some things they suggest and we say, no, don't agree with that. And there's some things we suggest and they say, no, we don't agree with that. But overall, I'd say there is good compromise and there is good conversation and it does come to a, a good level of understanding between us and the club obviously we can't make we can't make every change we want because there's certain things that maybe fans don't even understand that we don't until we go into the meeting and then they explain it to us and we go all right well we understand why yeah. that's the way it is now but well, let's pick the bones out of it <coughs> bit by bit yeah. let's start with one thing and then once you've explained it these two can come in and give their views as well mm -hmm. um one of the suggestions is that there is now going to be a random selection uh, process so Paul for example or Will might have bought a ticket for let's say West Ham away now Will might go I'm never going to get a ticket but just let's, for the argument's sake so that you two have both got a ticket for West Ham away and it just so happens that through an email or something Paul you get told I've got to go to the box office I believe it's the box office mm. of West Ham um, and shit, take some ID, ID with me uh, and and your ticket, and this, this is the reasoning behind this is to prove that you are actually the person who bought the ticket. Yeah. You're not selling it on blah de blah de blah. Um, before you two come in with your views on whether is that, am I right in that? Yeah, that, that's nailed on. Yeah. And is that why they've done it to, to yeah, try to eliminate? They sales? basically want the the tickets to go to the fans who are buying them, and that ties in with the away points. Is that people are buying tickets and. And of course, people, I understand people buy them for their friends and family. It's not just people selling them on. And it is a, a small percentage. And I put that point across to the club that it isn't a large percentage of fans who are buying tickets to sell them on to other people. But again, people are buying them off other people because they can't access them themselves because they don't have enough points. And I understand that it's probably a small percentage who are selling them on to keep the points but sell the ticket. But for instance, Shakhtar last season... I think it was a fiver a ticket. Um, I think half the allocation that we sold actually went. So people are clearly just buying a ticket because it's five. They're buying points, basically, mm. to keep up. And I think this is why I don't understand why it's a negative because you shouldn't feel like you have to buy a ticket to keep up with everyone around you. And that's what we're trying to stop. We're trying to stop. People are saying that loyal fans are being shafted. Why? If you're at the top of the food chain already... You're not going to fall down. You know, If you're already on 20,000 points or whatever, you're still going to have first priority for any ticket. It's just we want that gap to be stopped where the fans who are purchasing the tickets are buying and getting more ticket points and the fans who can't access them are falling even further behind. So it's just about stopping that gap, uh, making the gap shorter, sorry. That, that's, that's all it is to me. And I don't understand. We go to away games to watch Man City, not to get ticket points. So I don't understand why it's such a big deal. But you two can tell me why you well, think that, it I'll might be. come to that principle <coughs> in a moment. You as well. First of all, just on the question of having to go to the box office, right? So you imagine you... Is that a problem? You know what? I, no is a simple answer. No, it isn't. And I get why they do it, because this is... This I'm going to play devil's advocate, <coughs> by the way, in all this. Not necessarily yeah, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. So, because I've, I've listened to what some people have yeah. said. So, Pete, some people said to me, imagine at Anfield or at Old Trafford, you, you've gone and, and you've just been dropped off in your coach near the away end, and suddenly now you've got to walk round the ground, 
you know, among all the United fans, among all the Liverpool fans, to go to the box office and say out loud where people can hear you. I'm a, and by the way, am I at the right window? I'm a Manchester City fan. I've got to pick, so, show some ID. And that's a concern to people. So is that not a concern to you? Exactly. This this is what I was going to get onto. There's certain, well, Liverpool away, I won't go to anyway, because you know my feelings on Liverpool. My, my, my tetanus injections and everything have probably run out by then. So I won't be going to Liverpool game. The United one, again, take it, I, I, I get the point, but the United one, you've got to mix and mingle them with United fans anyway, so I get that. But I do understand the point you're trying to make. It could be your personal jeopardy could be at risk. Mm. Um, but having said that, I get why they're doing it. The whole it's, it's kind of all tied up into one thing I was going to discuss is that I go to away matches and I see loads of under-25s. I'd say the majority... Are the people I see at away matches are under 25. And people in my age group are sort of saying, you know, how are these getting all these tickets? They haven't got the points, right? So the way I see what's happening is the people like the bloke who has the seat next to me, who's never there, who goes to the United away and the Liverpool's away, he's in it just to basically not lose his seat, keep the points going and cherry-pick the games. So every week... He goes on the official website, Viagogo, is it? I thought what they called yeah, it. Yeah, he goes on that <clears throat> and sells his ticket on there every week. So this is where the under-25s are getting their tickets from. This is why there's so many under-25s at away matches already, because not because they've got the points, yeah. but because people are buying the tickets. They don't, they don't want to go to West Ham away. You know, other, other bad clubs are also available. Um, <laughs> They don't want to go to West Ham away. They just want to basically, you know, keep go up. to the go to the point games that they want to go to and keep them points. And that's exactly so this, why it's being. This is why it's doing it. So it's not fair to everybody else. You know, he's a, a, a was an under twenty. You're not now, are you? So he's not an under twenty five, but he struggles to get a ticket for an away game because these people are basically selling their tickets and no intentions are going. They've got exactly. no intentions of going again. You're making some interesting points, <clears throat> but just before, and I know, I know this is such a broad subject, so it's hard to keep it focused. But will would it bother you going to the visiting ticket office to buy up your t- buy pick up your ticket or whatever? Oh, I'd go dress up as Moonchester if it meant I got a ticket. For the <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I would I would queue for hours in as much as possible if it meant I got to go to Old Trafford away. So yeah. that, that, that's Don't not a position. Right, right, so let's move on from that. I'm aware, though, of like the security risks, and it isn't going to be as drastic as people are making out. That's all I'll say on that. The so. examples that I've seen used, which you're knocking back, really, are that when City tried this in European away yeah, games, so and there was an hour and a half queue or whatever it was we at made Celtic, that point, yeah, yeah that, that's not going to happen. No. Right, so that should reassure Probably. people, it's, it's, maybe. It's basically, the way I see it, to cut between the lines, it's a random check. Yeah. Like when you go through, you know, go through airport, every 10th person or whatever, they get sent down a different aisle to have the the, the bag swab for drugs. It's random. Exactly. And that's what they're doing. They're just cherry picking people out. Yeah. And it's going like, I shouldn't imagine they're going to be picking on, you know, if you're in Liverpool away, they're going to pick on some little old lady who's going to have her sick, so she's going to have to fight her way through the, the Amphrey or bottle thing. It can be anyone, though. It can be anyone yeah. with a hospitality seat. I saw someone asking that question about, is it just going to be general... But it could be anyone from hospitality to... Because these people... I, I've, I've heard stories that... Um, one of my customers were telling us the other week, they went to... I forget which game it was. He went to a game. He, he Somebody got him a ticket. He got directed to his seat. And he was sat next to Paul Dickoff. And there was a load of ex-players around and it was an amazing seat, everybody else. Because apparently the seat he was meant to have, I won't mention his name, the seat, his ticket was allocated to an ex-player who couldn't make it, but he ended up going. So somehow he managed to get this ticket. So that's what they're trying to stop, I guess. They're trying to stop tickets entering the market from unofficial sources, I guess. Exactly. Right, well, there's a whole lot of stuff which I'm sure Will's bursting to say, so I'm going to read a couple of these out as well, but fire away now. Let's let's not... I'll, I'm giving up on trying to focus it on one little bit of it. <laughs> right. um, so this is from David Munro, <coughs> who at one point said he was going to come down and sit here, and unfortunately he's had to work. It would have been lovely if he had, because then, as you say, Matty, the people who are very have these very strong emotions about it 
might feel reassured, might get more angry, who knows, but by actually discussing it, especially with somebody like Matty, who's been right at the centre of this. Um, but anyway, this is what he says. Um, this is what he said when he first contacted me. I go to every game and have done for years. I know lots of people like this, by the way. I wanted to get the view over of a fan that puts City first in every aspect of their life. I even retrained to get a job that I wouldn't get weekends where I wouldn't would get weekends off. I don't think really the fans on the podcast, this is referring back to when we discussed it a little bit last week, understand what some fans do. I'm not saying I'm big a bigger fan than them or more important, but for me it's a really uh, a, a big way of life. So he's not that. That's as much as we have. And he was here. He could have said more. But reading between the lines, he's scared by this announcement. Why? You, it, well, that's why. That's why I wish he was here because I'd love to say why he's scared. If you go to every game and you have done for the last few years, I'm guessing he's at the top of the pile when it comes to ticket points. Just means he isn't going to get any further ahead, but he's still going to have the first priority over tickets. So just to clarify, Matty, people aren't losing the points. No, we're just not, not getting any. No, not resetting anything. Not at all. The clock, the, the, it's not been reset. No. So it's if you've got twenty five thousand points, you're staying on twenty five. Exactly. Points. It's all about stopping the gap growing larger, but it doesn't mean people who. Or should have priority, rightly so, because they've followed City through thick and thin. I don't think that, anyone disputes uh, that. Really. Exactly, and that's what we were conscious of when we were talking about the, the ticket point system, is that we don't want to shaft loyal fans because they've been there through thick and thin and they've watched us when we were at our lowest and now they're watching us at our highest. They are still going to have priority over tickets. The 18 to 25 allocation is 5% of tickets, which is 100 to 150. And, and the point that was made about that was that it's it's not younger fans' fault that they weren't there when City were at their lowest <laughs> lowest end. Um but they haven't had a chance to, to catch up because they can't get access to the tickets through the right system. Of course they can get them, as you mentioned, through Vigogo or supporters clubs or through mates, but they aren't getting them the right way and they're not getting the ticket points for purchasing that ticket. And it's just about giving them a chance and people saying loyal fans being shafted, but they have to be a season ticket holder to apply for that. So uh, are they not a loyal fan just because they're young? Like, they're still mm. a season ticket holder. They still go to every home game. It's sort of like, we can't help that they're growing. I, I was fortunate enough, I was probably part of the last generation who started watching City when we weren't great. But it's not their fault that they're being brought into a world where City are great and every time they watch us, we play amazing football because that's just the, the age they're at. And... And it's just about giving them a small chance uh, of getting an away ticket. And that, that's my argument on that. But I, I, I certainly don't think it is shafting the, the loyal fans. Jess on Twitter says, uh, only one change was needed, in my opinion. It was a move to a five to ten year rolling point system to give people the chance to catch up in time. A lot of uh, games went on general sale and low points last season. But often those complaining are only interested in United or Liverpool games. So there's two points that Jess is making. First of all, they'd like to see a five to ten year rolling point system. So therefore, you let's say it was ten years, you never go back more than ten years. So the points you've accrued, you you know, you, you've in other words, it if you've got a massive load of points from fifteen years ago. I don't know how you know whether that would yeah. really make that difference. That you would that would go if if you've stopped going in the more recent game. So that's one part of it, and the other one is complaining that some tickets last season for away games went on general sale or to low points, mm. uh, and so these people who are complaining. In, I'm reading between the lines here. Didn't go to those games yeah. and only were interested in United and Liverpool. I think that's a fair point to make. I think mm. that there is certainly a myth around um, away tickets selling out all the time at, at 20,000 points. Obviously, some go to general sale, but you'll find that it'll be the ones that are rearranged last minute or it's a ridiculous amount to get there or something like that. And half the time it's cup games. But of course... If fans want to go to away games, they're the ones that they're going to have to choose. So yeah, I David Monroe, who I quoted it. before, though, his argument to that is, so again, I'm putting the other side of the argument, is that uh, he would, he'd go to that cup tie, go to the short notice game because he's mapped his whole life around it. But some of the people who are complaining about the current point system 
don't do that, that's why they can't afford to, that's why they can't get the time off work, that's why they can't make these short-term changes. So his argument would be that people like him who make this, made this life devotion should still have priority. Now, I know it you've does, already yeah. said in your answer that you're not going to lose anything, but it's still a discussion point, isn't it? But even before, it came in in 2003, didn't it? So yeah. fans could have gone and watched Man City for 20 years and not got any points. So that that's another thing that you could bring into it. It's like someone else on the City Matters Committee was, was one of them who went to Main Road for 20 years and he didn't get any points. Now he struggles to get a ticket. So it isn't necessarily just new fans that are being affected by the system, but obviously life circumstances get in the way and you grow up and you, you get a job and life is a lot different now where t- tickets are obviously capped now, which is a good thing. They're capped at £30 for away games, but then travel is a far more expensive now. And then how how easy is it to get a nine-to-five Monday to Friday job now? I can tell you as a younger <laughs> fan, it is very difficult. I'm sure, Will, you can vouch for that as well. So it, it, it is such a difficult one. And like I say, there is no... One solution fixes all, but I'm happy to listen. To I like I like the sound of that revolving ten year I think, thing. I think so, that makes sense. if you, to if, a point. <clears throat> you know, if if you're one of these who don't, I was here through thick and thin, and I watched Joe Mercer. And, you know, if you're one of those, great, not a problem to you. But if you know, my dad went through all that, but you know, through through ill age, rest his soul. In fact, he he died two years ago today. Believe it. Oh, um, it rest his soul, but. He's not been going to the games. He, he's he's not been going to the games in the last sort of ten years, so he's done all that. But would it mean that that sort of person wouldn't get the tickets? Yeah, well, well he doesn't deserve to get the tickets because he's, he's not your dad or exactly. Me and exactly. John John Rogers so on I Twitter. A, I think it's a great idea that I've not actually brings that. up the very thing you're talking about. He says he did all his home and aways in the late sixties and early seventies and bizarrely late 90s when we were typical City and we were everybody else's second team. Had a continuous season ticket from the, uh, the early 70s, but only carried 1,500 points forward thanks to a lack of fi- official records. Mm. Presumably, what he's, he's now at 14,000. What he's saying, presumably, which isn't written here, is that there must have been a period where he missed games. Mm. So he did have all that commitment in one era, and that's mm. exactly the point yeah. you're making, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's, it's like myself. I, you know, I've been a City fan all my life, but there was a certain period in my life where, you know, I had a season ticket, but I couldn't go to all the matches. I was playing rugby, I was working, I was doing other things. So, I, you know, I went to the matches I could go to, yeah. but I didn't go to them as much as I do now. Um, you know, I've been going religiously for the last 20 years. But before that, it was, you know, when I was younger, I went a lot and then I missed probably eight or ten years. So it is what it is. You know, well, if... you, you go, uh, you know, and I don't mean this personally, I'm using you as an example, yeah, yeah. Paul, and I know you don't mind this. No, no. Uh, but you go to uh, pretty much all the home games. Yeah. Uh, you go to some of the away games. Yeah. And you are a chairman of a supporters club. Yeah. Now, another part of this debate is that when people now have heard how the tickets are split, as I did at the beginning of the podcast, some to the supporters club, some to the corporates, some to the travel company, obviously the club... Uh, trying to, we we talked at the beginning of the podcast too about expanding the brand through China and everything. So they want a door to be open that if some of these new Chinese fans suddenly get really, really excited and think, oh, I want to go to a game, and they come over and the only game they can go to in their window is an away game, how the hell do they get a ticket? So they want to keep a few back for them as well. So there is a whole uh, raft of different ways that you can get them. But to come back to you, you know, when when you want a ticket for an away game, one of the ways you might get one is through your supporters club. Yeah. And some of the fans who are reacting to this ticket number thing are saying, why are the supporters club getting any? Stop them and get any. Then more will go to normal fans. What it's, do you say to that? Well, as a chair of a supporters club, we get two. We get two tickets. Still two that are denied oh, yeah, to the fans. But, but isn't it interesting, though, that you, you'll get them two tickets and you, I listened to it last week and you said you'll put it into a raffle. So that's mm. like a ballot. Yeah. 
So you could argue, how is that fair? Like, there could be someone in your sports club who's been going 20 years and someone who's just mm. joined last month, but they're going to get an equal opportunity. Yeah. And that's the, that's the road yeah. it, could, it yeah. could fall down. Yeah. And people would argue that's not fair. Well, do you it's, think it's not fair? I don't... I, I back supporters clubs 100 I, 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 I think, I I think you need a supporters club as yeah. many as you can, really, all around the country. And if it means two tickets for each one but it ensures that there's a little plot of land around the country that's it, blue I'm all it, for it even among supporters clubs we argue because <laughs> we we possibly have 70 members and get two tickets sometimes we get more yeah. again it depends how many want does, does, United, every, does way, every yeah. supporters club get at least one ticket yeah yeah so even like yeah, but Cornwall Blues will yeah, get one ticket they'll get one ticket if you don't apply for any you don't get any yeah 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 but if it, we, on average, I'd say we apply for 15 or 20. We ask round first who wants a ticket for such a game. Obviously, if you've got enough points to get your own tickets, you get your own tickets. Yeah. But if you haven't got any points, um, then we put it out there to the club. Who wants tickets? We're applying for them. Who wants them? They'll say, you know, we'll have 20. So we'll apply for 20. We most, most often get two. We'll get a minimum of two. But there are other supporters clubs out there who will get where we get two, they'll get forty two. So this argument, I mean, it don't bother us. We we're kind of neutral about it. We ac- we accept it because we're quite a young supporters club. But there are other supporters clubs that have been going for a long time, and they'll apply for thirty and get thirty. They'll apply for forty and get forty. So you know, Kev Park is the guy to ask about this because, you know, He's I don't... City Matters as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of... He's the General Secretary yeah, of the Supporters Club in case anybody doesn't know that. And, you know, Kev does a, a, an unbelievably good job of doing what he does because he gets flack from everywhere. So I'm not trying to load the burden onto him with this. But the, we have arguments in supporters clubs, so it's not all sweetness and light amongst ourselves because we're thinking... We don't get any tickets. Why have they got all them? So again, these criteria for supporters clubs getting tickets as well. So the, the three of you all, uh, I'm just summing up here, all feel that even though there are fans out there who are saying the supporters club should just be taken out, why should they get tickets? I've seen that a lot. You're all believing that they should. I think so. I think they should, yeah. Hmm? Right, okay. Well, that's your, you know, that's your yeah, opinion. Yeah. Um, listeners might not necessarily agree with it, but that's your opinion. Um, Blue Ray says, um, I'm one of those who miss out even though I'm close to 12,000 points. There's no easy answer to this, but maybe alternate week where one week for those with the highest points and the next away game is for those below the usual threshold. Not everyone will get the big points or the big games that they want, but plenty with mid-range points will do. Like I said, there's no easy answer. So he's suggesting that, that the people who've amassed all those points... Or get every alternate game, that and the other lot will get a free for all. I'll the, just tell you now that would cause uproar. Yeah. It's it's the, the it's hard enough to just sort a normal ticket out. Never mind. Mm. Oh, oh, I, I can understand. Maybe instead of it being alternate, could it not be like categories? So all category A, Old Trafford, Anfield, they are points no matter what. However, you see, it's like your Norwiches or Brighton and Hove Albion or whatever. Maybe, that that, that rules it, out the people who don't have the points then. The, it's like, I think we said this... I'm not off. saying what's right or wrong. No, I'm no, no. putting the other points well, in. The said... point system was brought in to uh, encourage fans to go to away games, wasn't it? Hmm. I'm, I'm sure that's the whole reason it was brought in. Now we've got the opposite problem where we need to encourage fans to go to the home, home games. games. So I feel like times have changed at City and getting fans to go to away games isn't the problem anymore. And the whole thing with the platinum, that that was a bad call. And I, I'll say that... I was moving on to that, yeah, but you brought it the, up, so... And I, I'll, <clears throat> this is what people seem to be mis, misinterpreting, is that I'm not, I'm not an employee of Man City. And when they didn't introduce the, the away point, the new away point system before the season tickets came out, I was like, that's a Ooh. bad call. That is a bad call. Well, I've heard, I've heard the, uh, there's an uprising now of people going to go illegal on it, yeah. from what I can gather. So, well, so you, you've bought a platinum season ticket. You yeah. can, you can. When, 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 when you can when, get it refunded. There was, you're right, a, there you was can. a mistake. Um, and this is another thing. The, the communication between City and their sports services on Twitter wasn't great and it got misinformed that they couldn't, but fans can... Um, 
they can be reimbursed yeah. for that platinum. So, so hang on but, a minute, let's get this straight again. Let's sum this up so because I'm now slightly confused. I'm Mr. Orden. I'm playing Tom Hanks, by the way. <laughs> if ever I'm in a film, Tom Hanks plays me. But yeah. Mr. Yeah. Ordinary, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're saying that because let, let's read out this one. Ryan Dale says the club are, club are trying to clamp down on ticket hoarders at away games, yet offer you the chance to get double points if you pay more for a season ticket. Yeah. The club's ticketing policy has become a joke. That's his tweet, right? And so, just to explain this, people who are prepared to pay a bit more for their season ticket, i.e., by it's called a platinum ticket, gets you double the number of points that help you get away tickets and you're saying that if this has happened you can now get your money back yeah. is that right but you'd presumably lose what, the points would you what, what, what was happening was when you, you got platinum the points anyway. you, could, but you, what, won't, you won't be getting double for the home cause, it's the away games yeah. you don't get double for yeah, but you'll get before, double for home games oh yeah before so, you got double so, so, so you can still buy double points no 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 home what, games. what but not away Before, games. when you when you bought your, your platinum, you upgraded to platinum. There's a few other things you got extra points at the discount shop, and you know, and all sorts of stuff. Um, but you got double points for a home game, and double points if you bought an away ticket. So is it? Is it? I don't, I don't know. Is it ten points or something you get for an away? So you got double points for away. But they started the season and said you're not getting any double points now for away games. Home games you do, but for away games you don't. So there's a load of people basically kicking off on Twitter saying, hang on a minute, I bought my season ticket on the presumption that I'm, I'm, pl- I'm paid platinum, so that's, that I'm going to get me so double. So it's those specific people yeah. who <clears throat> thought they were going to get double points for away games that were yeah. now going to get that. They're the ones who can have the refund. But the principle, which I guess is what um, Ryan was talking about, of buying yourself a place higher in the pecking order still so exists. Yeah. Is that right? Is that fair? So when I when I first started paying for my own season ticket when I was about you know sixteen seventeen, I did go for platinum. Uh, it didn't really get me any higher up the the pecking order anyway. So just because I think everybody went platinum. everyone everyone decided to go for the same thing. Yeah, so I give up after two or three seasons and I just go for. And it's about now. is it fifty sixty pound a year? I think it is. So see my personal opinion, and this is just my opinion, is that I think the platinum system's wrong because you're essentially buying loyalty. There. That's what he's saying. You're, you're paying extra yeah. to get loyalty. Like I, that, that's I, the only re- I, I but, but of course that's what corporates do. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't agree with that either. So, so are you saying corporates shouldn't have access to tickets, even though they might be? So let, again, let let's let's pretend there was one of these people sat here. Yeah. Oh, my dad taught me when I was as a kid, and it's the best advice I was ever given. Always look at things from the other person's perspective. Now, I'm not going to name him, name him, but I'm good friends with a, a guy who is a corporate. Um, you know, uh, buys corporate tickets through his company for his use, right? And he's done it for a long, long time. So his company, or him, whichever way you want to look at it, have put an awful lot of money into the club. Um, he would argue, if he was sat here, that, that, sh- that for that he should have access to, to difficult-to-get tickets because... He's put um, a hell of a lot of money into this club, yeah. especially at times when they were struggling and needed this money, even more than they do now. If this is the same guy so, you so, would think it is, so she, he goes to the games, though, doesn't he? Of course he, he does. He does, he does use his ticket as should be used, though, doesn't yeah, he? So my, should my he point, be ruled out no, of no, this? No, not no. at all. My point wasn't that he shouldn't be able to have access to tickets. I just think that the whole situation, the whole scenario of being able to buy extra points is wrong. That doesn't mean you shouldn't I, get a ticket. I think corporate's think... different to platinum because for corporate, you're paying a lot of money, but you're receiving a service, aren't you? You're getting a meal, mm. you're getting your, you're entertaining your clients yeah. most of the time. I, 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 go on, carry on. Sorry. So what, what, what's the point you're making there then? So I, I think, yeah, I think they should have access to the tickets. I just don't think that it, do, it, do, it doesn't put you on a pedestal. Just because you're buying the corporate tickets, he's chosen to buy the corporate tickets, and and he's chosen to reap the benefits of entertainers and being in the prime seats. So, yeah. so I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, to yeah. what you're saying, Will. Right? So you're saying that that platinum buying a platinum ticket, which gets you extra points, wrong. is wrong. That's wrong. But paying a lot of money into the club for a corporate facility and then expecting to get extra facilities, that's okay. Uh, maybe not expect it, but I think you deserve something, yeah. 
That's interesting. Mm. Do you do you agree with that? Well, it's not the same seat though, is it? They're paying for the the, the event. They're paying for well, the, the yeah, dinner. I think that was my point. For... Sorry. So gold and platinum, you're essentially buying the same thing yeah. for more money. Exactly, corporate different. But, 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 again, I'm, I'm, I'm battling this for the, on behalf of the people who are listening to this now going, yeah. well, well th- yeah, but they're taking a ticket away from me, potentially. They might only go to home games. All right, the guy we know might, is, is, a, is a home and away guy. But let's just say that this, this person who buys these tickets, right, takes his, his clients, goes to, let's say that we're only talking league games, 19 league games, he actually attends 10 of them. His company use it for all 19, but different people might go. And then when it comes to a game at Bournemouth away or Brighton away, when the league title is up for grabs, his company will be entitled to a certain number of tickets for it's a that game. small percentage though, isn't it? How, it's still a ticket. I think if it, as, as long as it's... So, for example, if it's no more than two or three, I think that's fine. Okay, it's just interesting to see what you it's, say. <clears throat> I've got, again, I've got customers, he's a United fan, and his business has a box at City because now more of his clients want to go and watch City play. Don't blame him. You know, which, which that's, it was refreshing to me, <laughs> but he, he doesn't personally take them tickets up. He's not interested in City whatsoever. He goes along to the corporate because he gets the food and the, the, the razzle-dazzle of it all and the, the tunnel club, which is the players. His, his customers absolutely love it and he gets loads of work out of it. And he gets tickets for some of the away and he, games. He, he, if he wants to, he can get tickets for some that's, away That's games. the point I'm making. I'm not saying one thing's right or wrong, but that's why I'm making that point. Roughly, I have no idea. Roughly, how much is it for a box at say? Oh, it, it varies that I think depending on where you are in the ground and everything but it's a box of chips he's a five at, at so one time it was 25 grand that? maybe for a box but I think it's gone up way up more I'd than that I'd expect a couple of weight tickets for 25 grand hmm. but what so then then again devil's advocate why why does a platinum not fan not deserve it he's paying more yeah, yeah but he's paying more for the same thing why he should be entitled to more than a guy who doesn't pay as much <laughs> I get your point. You can you see? Yeah, it's yeah, complicated. Yeah. The isn't thing it? is with the situations, it's it's really funny because all these different comments you're bringing up, everybody is fighting for their little piece of the turf. So Matty, you know, you, I know you're over twenty five now, and, and and the rest of it, and you are. I'm I'm Not I'm yet. seeing it. I'm seeing it from everybody's point of view. But if I had to fight my corner, I'm going to fight for the the the. Oh, the yeah. over fifties, shall we say, the the yeah. old the old dinosaurs, and maybe the supporters club as and well, and the supporters club. So you for know, I'll, so we're all going to fight for our own little bit. So can you imagine at the city matters meeting and the meetings of you know the, the the management behind all who's come up with this latest one? Can you imagine trying to work that out to keep everybody exactly. happy? It's and it's a so nightmare. Difficult. And I think it's a that, nightmare. that's one thing I would say in, in to City Matters credit is that we work as a team. No no um, decision that's made is an individual decision. The 18 to 25 thing, I'm, I think I'm the only one under, uh, well, I'm definitely the only one under 25 in that group, but we came to that decision as a group and there'll be things that they might not necessarily affect me, but I'll still listen, I'll still put my opinion forward because we're working as a group. If we If we go in there as individuals, like that, if we go, oh well, I only yeah, care no, about no. under twenty five, so balls to whatever. Like Brexit, get. wouldn't it? Exactly, it wouldn't work. And I think, to our credit, to the group, we are all in it together, and and we're not always going to be right, and not every opinion that we put forward to the club is going to be the opinion of every fan. I will never sit here and say, oh, what I'm saying is right, and if you don't like it, tough. I want people to to give their opinions and tell me what their ideas are. Because someone might say something to me and I go, oh, that's a really good idea. I'll actually, I'll pitch it to everyone and we'll speak about it. Do people it. actually, I mean, just as a, a, a slightly off the point, how does the process work? So you go in there. So all these ideas that come up aren't just your ideas, I no. take it. People no, get in t- yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're good, they are, yeah. yeah, yeah people exactly. get in touch with you and say, like, I'm, I'm annoyed about this. I'm annoyed. Is there an official process so that if somebody's yeah. unhappy with something that's going on, they can get in touch with you so, or the disabled so we have, candidate? We all have individual emails, so you can either go on the Man City website and there's a City Matters sub 
box that you can click on. You can contact any member of City Matters or you can reach out to us on Twitter for those who are there or Facebook or wherever else. And then At we will... Matty Dove. Dove. <laughs> It's easy, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then we'll have a pre-meeting before we go to the club because we don't just want to go in there with our eyes. So who shut. goes from the club? Who's who's the repres? You know, you go from City Matters. So is there other people from the club there listening? Or is it just a woman taking or man could possibly? No, no. There's there's a uh, the. Um, Danny Wilson, who people know. Oh, he's brilliant! Him. I used to love his music in there. Um, <laughs> I won't. I won't go through all. Not the that people, Danny Wilson. All oh, the Mary's prayer. Involved. Mary's prayer. There's usually people. at least four or five Man City employees right. in the meetings, but we have a pre-meeting where it's just the City Matters Committee where we discuss what we yeah, want to take. This is what to we're going to do. We're going to hit him with this when we go in. Exactly, yeah, and, yeah. and that's where we will talk about. Okay, someone emailed me this. Um, what do you think? Should we put yeah. this forward? Yeah, and then we'll go to the club with that. And now. We have subgroups as well, so we'll split into like a ticketing group where three three members of the City Matters Committee will go and talk to the ticketing people at the club, and then when we have our individual meeting, they'll feedback what was said in that, and I'm part of the atmosphere subgroup, so we'll meet with the events managers, uh, me and a couple of us, and we'll put our ideas forward to them and then take it back to the City Matters group. So it isn't just... So we say, oh, this is what we want, and they go, See, yes this is, or no. This would be interesting, and I'm glad this is this is so good we get to do this. It'd be interesting. You probably won't get as much flack as you get if all City fans out there got to know more about City Matters. Mm. You know, Which is what we're trying to do exactly, with this podcast. That's exactly it, because there's a lot of City fans. They're like snakes in the grass out there, mate. They'll just... They'll just peck and bite in us. And, and but it's not it's not helpful. If you go on, I've seen people, and I don't care if people individually insult me. If you call me ugly or whatever, you do that. I don't. I, I couldn't care. Kev, Kevin De Bruyne is not right. ugly, mate. So don't be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, no, but I'm saying I couldn't care less about no. that. But if you're saying like, oh, he's just in it for himself, but you've not actually tried to have a conversation no. with me. That's what frustrates no. me. And sometimes I think it's the same old faces. Uh, there was literally one person and I went on a Twitter just because I knew I was going to see some slack about City Matters. And I'm like, but you've never once tried to have a conversation with me and put your point of view across. Yeah, yeah. So that's not helpful. We're not going to get anywhere. If no, all no. you're going to do is type just like off rubbish. Time, exactly. And, I'll get that. And I will happily have a conversation with someone and I, I will say, yeah, you're probably right or maybe I could have done this better. Mm. We're not all perfect. We're not going to get everything no. right. But no. the more conversations we have with City fans, the better view we're going to get of what fans want. Let me read a few of these out then. We don't necessarily need to reply to every individual one, but I asked for people to give me their views. So over there, respect to what they've done. Let let me read a few. Uh, Puella says, I would like to see a certain amount of tickets going into a ballot for season card holders. Choose which game you want to attend at the start of the season. So that's his idea. Kevin Mulvaney says, it's a closed shop. Other than Pete the Badge, who he claims has a lifetime free ticket, stick everyone in a ballot. No priority to the OSC. So obviously he doesn't agree with the supporters club getting tickets. In the 90s, went to every everywhere. Then family, had a season ticket for 30 years and can't get near and away ticket now. So ballot or a TV show... Uh, or TV show all away uh, games um, on on a season card to a sellout. So, I mean, I know that's all written on Twitter, so it's hard to sort of get your head around that. But basically, I'm I'm sure you got the gist of it. I'm not sure whether Pete the Badge does actually get a lifetime free season ticket, but there you go. 10% discount. That's another one. Uh, Jacob Griffin says, uh, um, my idea regarding the ticket issue is not to get rid of points for aways, and not to have an 18 to 25 bracket. What I think we should do is have a live screening of every away game at the Etihad and have it so that you get the same amount of points so that the youths can prove that they are committed and what they and, and want to get to every game possible. And also of it so that you can scan your ticket to get the points and definitely need to find a good way to stop ticket resale. So what he's saying is that you know, don't 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 have a special eighteen to twenty five. Um, you know, don't get rid of the away points, 
but screen every game, presumably in City Square or something. Sure. And when an 18 to 25 or any other age group goes to a game, they still get the points as if they'd gone to an away game and that that somehow would prove that they have commitment and as they gather their points, they would eventually qualify for them. Well, I think the Premier League's going to have something to, and Sky are going to have something to say about the screenings at the game. Um, you might as well just basically... Do it pay per view on Sky TV, and if you subscribe, you get the away points. Because that's all. That's you know turning up to the ground, or you might as well watching your Why local. Why they have to I'd, watch I'd, away games on a telly to prove they're loyal, though? That that doesn't make sense. That the turning up, I think it's the fact that they're turning up. You're a loyal fan, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, well, they have they have done the bit about the tickets though. So the, the bit about reselling the tickets on. That's what they're trying to do with the. Having to randomly go and pick your ticket up yeah. or show your ticket, you know. So, but it's interesting that someone there, or well, a couple of people, have mentioned a ballot, and then all I seem to see is people going, "Oh, we're moving towards a ballot," as if that's a negative. So it just proves that some people people are a completely different opinion. United here. fans hate the ballot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. United fans. Hate there'll be people. They, they, they'd much prefer our system. There'll be people listening so. to this going, "Oh no, that." I'd, I wouldn't want it to move towards a ballot personally, but... But then, you'd have a, well, but then will, some people and, will, and that's what I mean. You I are never going to please everyone, and there's no. always going to be someone who's against whatever decision gets made. But so, it's just... well, this is a good point to wrap it up now, so thanks very much to listen to this podcast. Um, just sum it up now. I mean, you, you know, we've... All four of us have sat here now. You, Matty, have been inundated anyway because you had this before we sat down and did the, the <laughs> podcast. And to be fair, because I'm out and about with supporters all the time and basically I've been all my life, I've had a lot of this as well. Um, but for those who have just been listening now who maybe have learned some things, heard all the different perspectives, um, particularly you, Matty, how would, how would you sum up now everything you've heard everything you've been through and what message would you give as a result of all this? He's thinking now, by the way. There's smoke yeah, coming out of his ears. It head. is yeah. a first. <laughs> Recognise that smell of burning oil. <laughs> I would say that, um, personally, I, I stick by it despite the backlash. I think that the removal of away ticket points is a good thing. It will stop people feeling the pressure to buy a ticket just so that they can keep up with the people around them. It stops the gap growing even bigger. If, like people say, that half the games go to general sale anyway, then it shouldn't be that much of a problem because, well, people are going to get access to the tickets. So it's sort of a contradictory point. Um, The suggestion that me or any of the other City Matters committees are in it for ourselves is a load of rubbish, and I will happily tell that to your face. I'm a Man City fan through and through. I want to make positive change at the football club. I want to make as many City fans happy as possible. I'm aware that's impossible task to achieve, to make everyone happy because you can't. But I would say that the more people contact me and the more people contact the City Matters Committee, the more opinions we're going to get and the more views and we can help. that can help us to take forward ideas to the club and make positive change. Um, spouting rubbish on Twitter isn't going to help anyone. I understand that people's frustration is high and it it, obviously you turn to Twitter or Facebook when you are frustrated, so I understand, but making personal comments about me or any of the other City Matters committees and I've seen people offering to meet up before a match, (laughs) I've seen death threats and I think that is, you're putting yourself to shame if you do stuff like that and it's not constructive at all and I understand the frustration and anger there, but the best thing to do is is to speak to us and, and we can put your ideas forward. Can I just say, before the other two sum up briefly what they've learnt from tonight, is that Matty uh, contacted me this week, although he's a regular part of the squad for this podcast, um, he said to me, listen, I want to get I want to get the message out, I want to talk to people. Um, he didn't, didn't have to do this. He, he could have been a little bit anxious about the whole um, feedback because it's as if it's personally being leveled at the people who are on that city matters, matters committee and uh, and if it is as as he says that's wrong no he wanted to matty wanted to put his head above the parapet and take this on properly so thank you for doing that i admire you for for, for being so forthright in the way you, you're tackling it and i think anybody listening to this whether you agree with paul will matty me whether you completely disagree, at least respect the fact that all the views you're hearing 
come from a place of genuineness and not in any way with, I don't believe, agendas. So well done, Matty. Um, we're very proud of you. I know it sounds a bit patronising, but we are. Uh, Will? Um, yeah, so I think as, as, a, as, a, as a younger sort of fan, I've definitely sort of lost out due to the system, I'd say. But I think I'd still rather this system than you see some of the other Premier League clubs where they basically just throw it open to any single person who wants one. They can pretty much have one as, as long as you sort of apply for silly cup games that you don't really want to go to. And I think it needs a few tweaks, but I think we're in a lot better position than some of the other clubs out there. So I'm happy. I think, you know, from what I've... Well, I've learned one great thing tonight, and that is that basically City Matters are getting thrown under the bus sometimes with the communication from the club. Um, you know, I I came here tonight not knowing a thing about the refunding of the Platinum, so I was about to say, hang on a minute, I paid for Platinum. It's not going to stop me buying the Platinum. Well, it will do, it will do, because next season I won't bother, because it's not helped whatsoever. But it's like the case of, I buy Platinum to try and keep up with an X-Man. You know, I don't really want to, but I feel if I don't, I'm going to lose pace. So everything I've heard tonight, it sounds like it's the best compromise that we can come up with at the moment from, you know, from what we've had. Um, you know, the trying, City, through City Matters and through their own research, I'm, I'm assuming they now know the reasons why certain fans can't get tickets and certain fans do get tickets, you know, as in... They're trying to give the under twenty fives more tickets to stop them, stop the market for people selling the the the, the their tickets on. I guess so. You know, Matt is he's a top bloke, so don't give him any stick. Um, I can take it. With, <laughs> no, he he he's he's to come on this show tonight and and speak up on behalf of what he does. Um, he doesn't get any kickbacks. He doesn't get any, you know, he doesn't get a, a ticket for away matches. He has to go through the same channels as we do. All he is, he's prepared to try and put our, our points forward as a genuine fan. He's a genuine fan himself. And this is why he does these podcasts and he's involved in lots of things to do with City. We've all got genuine ideas, you know. So if you don't like our ideas or our comments or our views... You know, no need to abuse us over it. Just tell us, yeah, I don't agree with that. And this is my point. We have a genuine, decent debate about yeah. it. As opposed to, you know, I'm seeing loads on Twitter at the moment, just City fans arguing with City fans. I've had grief this week because I didn't know what an aggregator was or whatever. You know, <laughs> so it's like, we need, we need to stop this infighting. Let other, other clubs do that. Yeah. Let's all come together and let's, you know, feel like uh, Kofi and Anna here at the moment doing a big, big, big speech. But... It, it, I'm getting really frustrated. There's a division forming between yeah. the older fans and the younger fans, and we don't. It's not. Time. It's not doing anybody any good. No. We're all city fans at the end of the day. We all love the same thing. Let's let's make it the best club on the planet. And for what it's worth, I actually think the club are trying their very very best under very difficult circumstances Absolutely. to get this right and for it to be fair. So I, I actually we've actually gone applaud them. For we've what actually doing. gone from not being at you know having a stadium that we can't sell tickets for because nobody really wants to watch us because the football's rubbish, having a hardcore of fans to now being the golden ticket in town. Everybody wants to come and see us. And it's difficult because it's a different breed of a football fan going watching the games now. Exactly. We'll be back with another podcast next week. Thanks very much to uh, Hot Click Marketing, Manchester. I explained at the beginning of the podcast. Scroll back there if you want to know what they do. Tony's the man. Uh, at Hot underscore Click is their Twitter account. You can find them on social media and they will help to get you to the top of Google when you put a search engine in for your company. But most importantly... Tony, who runs the company, is a big blue. And so, therefore, if you ring him and tell him you're a big blue, I'm sure he'll sort you out. He'd do it anyway. <laughs> so, thanks very much to Tony. Thanks very much to the gang. We'll be back with another podcast next week. And you know what? By next week, we're counting down to the Community Shield against Liverpool. Ooh. See you next week. And thank you for listening.